Hello, friends. Welcome to To Have and To Roll Till Death Says Do Us Part, our tabletop roleplay gaming series. Today, we are continuing our campaign, The Land of Vampires. This campaign has been written by the folks over at Grove Guardian Press. Uh, they make some pretty cool D&D duetting, one-on-one D&D uh, content for you. If you want to go over to there and check out their Patreon, check out the website. They have adventures, they have campaign settings, all that fantastic stuff. Uh, my name is Oliver. I'm going to be your DM and storyteller for today. With me is my player, Robin. We're going to be some doing some duetting D&D, aren't we, Robin? Yes, we, we certainly are. Do we have any announcements for today? Just our usual announcements, as well as catching us here on Thursdays for our chat and stream, Fridays for our gaming stream, and now Sundays for our D&D stream. We're also available on pretty much every other form of social media as well. If you would like to find links to any of these, they are all in the About section here on our Twitch page. We also have a growing Discord community that we would love to invite all our viewers and listeners to come join, hang out with us between games. Thank you, Robin. Excellent. Yeah, make sure you jump in the Discord and uh, and join our lovely group of friends that we're building over there. Really <laughs> uh, we've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of uh, live action role play and D and D content recently, haven't we? So it's been fun talking about all that good stuff. Yeah, and sharing all the pictures with everyone as well. Yeah, exactly. Really fun. <laughs> yeah, we got to be knights, didn't we? We did. We were, honestly, I know we're about to play D&D, you know, we're supposed to be talking about a D&D game, but I am so excited for more LARP. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, I'll hold my excitement for our next chatting stream. LARP's, LARP's fun. I, I, I really, uh, I, I really do, I, I really would like to play a D&D game based in the setting that we play LARP in. I think that would be really freaking cool really yeah i think you should you should make that a reality yeah i think i, I think maybe someone's already worked on it but you know maybe anyway jumping back into <laughs> our current campaign uh robin last time our glorious bard annalise had found one of the sources of corruption in the a uh, very dark and mysterious land of Stein Horrod. A corrupted gemstone that people seem to call the heart of the field. Uh, while staying in the protected Green Vale, the heart was stolen. Following leads that it may have been stolen by a goblin, the party headed to Black Oak to talk to the leader there, a treant by the name of Bitter Branch. Bitter Branch stated that he wishes the Green Vale to have more contact with the rest of Stein Horrod. He assured the party, however, that none of his goblin subjects could have taken the heart, but did point them to a place called Diana's Dale, another settlement in the Green Vale run by a dryad called Inamora. So, with that, Annalise, Kalina, Varuk. What would you like to do, first of all? <clears throat> so I guess we should probably, you know, go find the dryad. 
I mean, if she might want it, she might know more. We could just go find her. I mean, how how hard could it be to find the Dryad? Yeah, uh, well, uh, yeah, Dianesdale is another settlement. So. Do you, do you know much about that settlement? Like, are they friendly and welcoming? Not really. I just heard that, uh, just heard that. It, this uh, dryad in Amora is a little bit at odds with uh, Bitter Branch. I mean, the one thing that I've kind of noticed here is that none of these settlements actually like each other. Like, everyone seems to have a problem with everyone. Uh, I mean, it's not... They, they kind of live harmoniously. It's not as if there's any infighting. Not that I've seen. Well, I guess if she is the one we need to go to next, we should probably just head there. Yeah. Yeah, let's get going. So, go on. Did I find... I'm struggling to remember. Did I find out what that acorn does? Like, do I know what it does? No, you have an Not acorn. Yet. Okay. Hmm? <laughs> you have an acorn. I have an acorn. I don't know if it does anything. <laughs> Got it. Okay, yeah, let's let's go. Let's let's go find a dryad. Never met a dryad before. So as you start head making your way through the Green Vale, the part of the Witchwoods that is the Green Vale, um, you you pass you know your uh, stereotypical animals that you might find in the woods, plus stranger looking animals like your purple bunnies, things like that. Um, as you're passing through the menagerie of, of sounds from the various different animals and, and plants sometimes, um, as you're walking by under the eaves, you hear from above, Oh, oh, Alice! Does anyone else hear that? I feel like the tree is talking to me again, but I think I need to talk to the tree first. It, it sounds like it's coming from above. Uh, hello. Uh, as you as you as you look up with your passive perception, uh, you see a a an owl that's perched on a tree. Okay, and it's 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 staring, uh, it's staring at you. Um, in its mouth is a mouse. Uh, <laughs> Looking a little bit closer though, no. uh, you can see uh, a very familiar little pair of like velvet gloves and a little vest. Um, are you okay? Are you are you friends with the owl, or is the owl trying to eat you? Um, no, it's me, Ruto. I, I, I think it's gonna eat me. If you could help, that would be great. <laughs> Okay, um, just going to be like, okay, Brad, don't worry. I think I have something that might be able to help. Um, hmm, let me think. Oh, I know. And she is going to cast sleep on the owl. She's going to cast sleep. Yeah, on nice. The owl, yeah. <laughs> um, Roll load of dice. Yeah, I need to remind myself of how sleep works. It's one of these spells I always forget how it actually works. Although it's, it's going to target Ruto as well, but I, whatever. I think I think it's a cube. I think. 
Um, it is a 20 feet of a point you choose. Um, yeah, so 5d8. Yeah, roll 5d8. Okay. Let's get out my d8s. Which ones? Oh, that's a d8. One, two, uh, three, ouch, four, five. Ooh. Yeah, it's a 20-foot it's a sphere. Oh, got it. Thank you. So that's um, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifty-six, nineteen, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, four, twenty-five, twenty-six. Okay, as you, uh, what what's the flavor of your your spells is usually from your loot, right? And so yeah, you do a little bit of. She'll strumming. take out her her loot and she kind of looks up. She's like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, little owl, and maybe do not." It's my new friend. <laughs> As the <laughs> magical musical notes uh, reach up into the treetops, the uh, uh, Ruto is is unaffected, um, but the the owl doing that wide. You know what? I can't. I don't even know what an owl falling to sleep even looks like. Cause they've got those wide eye things going on. But I imagine it's just like they're staring at you. With its weird little furrowed eyebrows, uh, wide-eyed, and then its eyes just close, and then it just falls off the branch. Can I try to catch it? <laughs> you can try. How are you going to catch it? Just catch um, it with your hands? Yeah, yeah. Just basically dive out onto the ground to try and like catch it to soften its fall. Sure. What's your What's your dexterity uh, um, score? My My normal just dexterity is yeah. a plus three. Plus three. Uh, so what so What's that? What's your 16. score? Not your modifier. Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, you managed. You managed to catch it. You knew what you were doing. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it falls down, and uh, but little Ruto falls out of out of the uh, out of the owl's beak and onto the floor. <laughs> he stands up, brushes himself off. Oh, thank you. That's okay. Sorry, that's not the right accent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was so startled by seeing you almost eaten by a by, by an owl that I forgot how I sound. How are you? Oh uh, yeah, I'm I'm good. I was sort of following you, and then uh, yeah, I, I I became lunch. Well, you almost became lunch, but you did not quite become lunch. So it is all good. You you were following us. Do you want to come with us? Oh well, yeah. I I just wanted to make sure that you were doing okay. We are doing very well, and I'm sure that we would love for you to come with us. We owe you a debt anyway, especially since you were Kalina's eyes for so long. Oh, I was, yeah. You were, you were very good at Kalina's eyes, probably even better than our normal eyes, to be honest. Yeah, well, I, I don't think I could say that, but you've got very nice eyes. I mean, they look like they could see very well. Thank you. <laughs> she does not take compliments very well. We're working on it. So it's okay. So wh where are you heading now? Oh, we're off to find a dryad at the end. Is it Diane's Tale? Diane's Tale? I know what that is. Oh, good, because we don't. I actually was not too sure which one of us was leading, because I don't think any of us know where we're going. Oh, okay. Uh, follow me. 
make sure you always look up in case owls. Well, why don't you get yourself somewhere safe? I'm going to wake the owl up so it can fly away and not become lunch for something else. <laughs> okay, off we go. And he runs off at a very slow, <laughs> to you, a very relative slow pace. And um, Annalise will give the owl a little shake just to wake it up and then walk off just so it can, you know, fly away. I don't want, like, you know, to see a wolf come by later with owl feathers out of its mouth. <laughs> yeah, you you, uh, you you shake it awake. Um, it looks very... Uh, it ruffles its feathers. It looks very indignant. Bushes up his feathers like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, fly, then flies off, up back into the trees. <laughs> okay, Ruto. Well, you lead the way. We will follow you, and hopefully, we shall uh, not be eaten by anything on the way. So, eventually, you you probably uh, you probably just pick Ruto up because it's taking like absolutely forever to to follow him because he's pretty oh yeah yeah we're not going at mouse speed yeah not, not going at mouse speed no exactly uh <laughs> so you pick you pick ruto up and he takes you uh he directs you to diana's dale uh as you enter it is a a beautiful beautiful uh place teeming with teeming with green witches druids other naturally inclined fae and friends you see many satyrs and very beautiful uh, nymphs and gnomes um, with their kind of long, long beards. It's a very wondrous location, like how Berryville is of very much small folk. Um, and Black Oak was very much filled with goblinoids and, and ogres. This uh, seems to be even more kind of fantastical and, and fae-like as well can, uh, can we just live here <laughs> this you, is lovely yeah you, you see it's it's a very um yeah very harmonious scene the uh the nymphs are kind of bathing by the the small pools um brushing their hair the satyrs are playing music to serenade them in the uh center of this settlement this kind of the the main feature if you like of this settlement um you see a very prominent uh willow oak that kind of drapes and uh makes a canvas for uh, the entire settlement ah uh, i think uh is gonna be somewhere up there um, Annalise is kind of like, you know, she's kind of like staring around the place, just like not really paying much attention to Rudo. And she's just like completely in awe with everything she's seeing here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you're, if, if you, you'd notice as well, your two other companions are a little bit more stiff coming into here, like, uh, especially, uh, especially Farouk. He's like, uh, like, felt more comfortable in Black Oak. <laughs> <laughs> are you serious like look at this place like i mean like look at the guy the nymphs there i've only read about nymphs but like look they're like they're bathing like can you not see them Baruch? this uh, is amazing uh Baruch's, um gray green complexion kind of reddens 
Are you blushing? Oh, Baruch, no. we maybe find you a nice lady here. Let's go see the dryad. Go on. Okay, okay, let's go see the dryad. Kalina's <laughs> just like, <laughs> How are you doing, Kalina? Doing okay? Yes, it's very, very nice around here. But see, she gets it. Kalina and I maybe stay here afterwards. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely need a bath. That is true. We're kind of dirty. We should bath. Mm. After, after we speak to the dryad, don't worry, Varuk. Yeah, come on. <laughs> As you you head up to it, it's it's all because no one's really paying you much. Uh, no one's paying you much mind as you've walked in as well, it, or it doesn't seem that way. You have a feeling that they they know that you're looking at them and they're aware that, that you are there, but no one is acknowledging you. As you approach the, the willow oak, there's a little doorway into a chamber. Uh, sitting on a chair within the chamber is a dryad with... Uh, she looks like a a beautiful woman with white, you know, like white birch uh, or silver birch bark. Her skin is very much like that, um, and in very and in contrast to that kind of silvery barkish white skin, is very intense black eyes, very mysterious looking. Welcome to Dying and Stale. Oh, oh, hello, hello. Uh, hi. Hi. <clears throat> uh, the, how, th thank you for, for, for welcoming us. My name is Annalise. This is Kalina, Varvuk, and... Where, where did he go? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> hi. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's just uh, you, I'm standing behind you. Oh no! Oh well, that's fine. Sorry, sorry. We are um, all coming to um, to speak to to you, actually. Oh, really? I am Inamora. Inamora, it is a pleasure to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. We don't often meet outsiders. So I keep hearing. We have um, visited a few places since Time Horde, and, and everybody has had the same response of, we do not usually get outsiders, but here we are. Outsiders are rare in Time Horde, but even rarer in the Green Vale. Curious how you entered the Green Vale. It is rather curious. Um, well... Basically, we were looking for the heart of the veil. Do you, you know of the heart of the veil? I don't. I know nothing of the heart of the veil. But the veil oh. is. You'd, Annalise, you'd, you'd remember it's called the heart of the field. Why did I write the word veil down? I, <laughs> I assume that's what you meant. I'm actually reading from my notes, heart of the veil. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. We were looking for the heart of the fields. And why would you be looking for something as important as that? Well, we were told that the heart of the fields was the cause of all the horrible corruption 
and that finding it we might be able to fix it so we found it and we took it to Berryville and it was stolen in Berryville we spoke to uh to 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 bitter branch in black oak ah and, yes bitter branch yeah. that would have been a joyous conversation no doubt it was actually it was really interesting although he wanted us to fight a lot of people and we did and it was it was fun we we won his games that he set out for us and at the end of all of that he confirmed that he did not have the heart of the field but he gave me an acorn oh well, how now i'm here how generous of him i'm always excited to speak to outsiders they bring possibility and a new perspective did Britta branch tell you his his perspective yes he did he just it's like you just reminded me there so i think that his he was kind of thinking that he thinks everything's okay the way it is and that there isn't anything that can be done and i think he said that you felt the opposite that you think that you know something can be done to make things how they used to be is that correct am i speaking correctly well you know way but what do you think should happen i mean i am an outsider like you say i've not been here very long and i feel that my opinion is not really should not really be counted as a valid one you know you all live here you know more but if you want it then my opinion is that i think you should do everything in your power to restore this place to how it was before there is an evil here, and you should do what you can to get rid of it. Her her demeanor changes to a, one of a little bit more interest as you start talking in this way. Do you know what the heart of the field is, my dear? Um, roughly, people have described it in different ways. I. I know physically it's gemstone, but I do not know a lot about it. Have you heard of the Four Sisters and the Four Fanes? I do not think so. Ages ago, before the fall of Stein Horrod, the Four Fae Sisters held sway over all this land and they each had a domain a sacred space a fane but the sisters were betrayed by the lord of the land and the lord tore the sisters away from their fanes In doing so, the fanes were lost. And four artifacts were created. One for each sister. 
four hearts. Who was the um who was the Lord of the Land when this happened? Well, they are still the Lord of the Land. Drago. Drago. A vampire. I was I was actually aware of that. I've heard a lot about Draco and I actually thought that Draco was the one I was supposed to seek out and speak to. Though I am glad I have spoken to you first. I would be very careful if you were to do that. We came here following another vampire. A Lord Nazak. He wreaked havoc on our home. And we followed and ended up here. I do not know this Nasak. No one seems to, but he is here somewhere. In oh. doing so, we have come across many problems here. We've come across witches and curses. We've come across many, many problems within this place. And we, we hope to help where we can. You say there are four hearts, and we found one, though lost it. Does that mean there are three others that need to be found? There certainly are. If all four hearts were found, do you think that could help restore this place to how it was before? Could the four... Sister, are the four sisters still alive? Yes and no. You okay. see, when Drago betrayed the sisters, their essence was split between the Fane and the Heart. One, the Fane's lost the hearts corrupted. But in doing so, Drago gained control over the land of Steimhorod. However, I can see you're not from this land. This land was once where you were from. His actions caused the land of Steimhorod to fall into the Shadowlands, and that is where you are now. That is where we all are. That is why evil persists. Okay, now things are making a lot more sense. So we're in a uh, different realm of existence? In a sense, yes. So, four sisters, four hearts, four fanes. The four sisters it's... each held sway over a distinct domain. Each sister had a fane at the heart of her own element. 
There was Dianin, the Forest Vane. You might recognize the name as we stand in Dianin's Dale. Arduen, the Mountain Fane. Eronia, the Field Fane. And Lena, the River Fane. Prior to its fall to the Shadowlands, the Green Vale held. Green Vale, you stand in right now. Held the treasured heart of the forests of Steimhorad. The Forest Fane, the sacred site of Dianan. She was the Archfey of the Woods and the strongest amongst the sisters. In Drago's fury, it was her fane in the forest that received the brunt of Drago's wrath. But her sister Lena, in her final act, protected this forest with the rivers. And that is why this veil is still protected. Let's see. So, the four, the four sisters, Dianin, Arduin, Aronia, and Lena, those are the four sisters. That's correct. Each sister, one had the forest, one mountain, one field, one river, and they each had the heart. They are the fane and the heart. They are the fane and the heart. Forgive me, some of the terminology you are using. I never heard these words before. I do not know what they mean at all. It's okay, what, is, what does the word fane mean? Fane, what is a fane? The fanes were the sacred sites. Oh. They are a site of protection, magic an epicenter for their elemental power. And as I say, the Green Vale was once the site of the Forest Fane. But now the Fanes are lost. Okay. And the heart of each sister now sits corrupted. So the Fanes are lost, but that's a bit that confuses me because the Fane is the location. Yes. I thought we were in the Fane now, are we not? No. The Fanes were lost. So the Fane is a location within the location? A room is a location inside a house. That's does what not, I'm asking. Does not mean you're standing in the correct room. So the So the forest fane, for example, is somewhere here. We just don't know where. Stime Horrod is not where it used to be. Right. Okay. In any case, you might see why I would like the four sisters to be brought back to once again rule over Stime Horrod. It seems like an impossible task now. At first, I thought that it would be a case of, you know, 
finding the hearts, finding the artifacts, taking them to the locations and hopefully bringing them back. But if the locations no longer exist and we are in a place that is no longer where it should be, I do not see how it is even possible. Well, it's about doing things one step at a time in this circumstance. So I hope you seem like very noble adventurers and I hope you forgive me. When I tell you that I couldn't let the heart of the field be in possession of strangers in this land. So I sent one of my subjects, Fibble, to steal it from you. Did they successfully return it to you? That is where I have a problem. They have not returned. Oh. We, who, could you describe them for me? Well, like, what, yes. what are they? Yes, Fibble is a gnome. A gnome. He's very good. Uh, he's very good at the mage hand spell. Makes him very good at taking things. Okay, okay. Did he have, like, green paint on him or something? Yes, he sometimes disguises himself and he gets up to mischief. Well, in that case, I believe he did not use his mage hand to steal, as that is how we figured out. I keep a little pet in my bag, and we believe he went into the bag and may have been bitten by my pet. So he must have not used his mage hand to get it, which is curious. But we did follow the tracks. We followed it out into the woods and we spoke to some trees who described a gnome or maybe a goblin. We were looking for a while. We could not find. That is why we actually went to, um, to Black Oak because that's where a lot of goblins are. <laughs> I see. Well, it seems Fibble was creative in his theft. He quite clearly dressed as a goblin to frame the citizens of Black Oak. Yes, but in doing so, it's really difficult to find him. I mean, do you know what route he might have taken back here? Have you sent anyone to try to find him? There is one way to know. I didn't tell many of your possession of the heart of the field. One of my spies in Berryville did tell me that you had it. So only they and Fibble know of the heart of the field in Diamond's Dale. If you would like to help my cause by retrieving the heart of the field, there is 
a very straightforward way of finding where he might be. Okay, let's do that. I can help. There is a tree to the south of the Vale. A very special tree. It's called the Blood Red Rowan. Oh, uh, yeah, I know where that is. I'm really glad you're with us because, like, you know what everything is. Yeah. I've been around a while. <laughs> I have a map. <laughs> so the Blood Red Rowan. So we, we, we take our little map to the Blood Red Rowan and then what? You must make a sacrifice to the tree. And it will tell you what you need to know. The sacrifice. Yes. What kind of sacrifice? Entirely depends on how much you wish to know and how accurate you want the prediction. Okay. Well, forgive me. But since this people is one of your your residents and the heart of the field is something that you want and need, do you have anything you would be willing to sacrifice for us to get this information for you? Well, it depends. Do you want to work with me and help me? Or do you want to work against me? Would you like me as an ally? Then you can help me. And I will consider you an ally. If not, I will find my way to Fibble myself. I want you as an ally. But I want many as an ally. Whatever I do around here, I do not want to cause harm to others. Sacrifice to me sounds some, like something dark and dangerous. I will not do something that will harm another. I will do what I can. Unfortunately, <laughs> I do not have much I can actually sacrifice. But I will try. That's all I can promise. If you mean no harm to others, you are most definitely an ally. And also, I have more information, if you certainly do wish to help Stein Horrod, and I imagine you wish to return home. I certainly do wish to return home. Although it's very beautiful, the place that you have, but yes, I, should, I, I do wish to, to return home. I will help you. I cannot speak on behalf of my allies, though. But I am happy to help you. Yeah, I kind of want to go home, so... Kalina? Well, she shrugs. <laughs> Honestly, you two just, like, so helpful, as always. Well, you're, okay. You're, you're the best talker, you know. <laughs> Okay, let's do it. We will go 
to the blood red ruin. We will figure out a way of sacrificing something without harming anything. And we will hopefully find out where Fable is. On finding this out, we will go and try to find Fable. Very well. Be careful. We always are. <laughs> Be careful with the heart of the field also. If we find the heart of the field, is there anything special we should do with it when bringing it back here? You've had it for a time now. You know it's important. You were told it was the heart of the field. Did you never wonder why nobody wanted to take it from you? I did find it rather curious. Its corruption spreads. People of the Green Vale know this. Oh, great. <laughs> well. But you are an outsider. You may be resilient to its evil. Well, here's hoping. I mean, I did have it for a while. Let's, okay, okay. I guess we go now. Like, how, how late is it in the day? Can we just go now? I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. We still head there now and try to find it. Yeah, I think you... Uh... Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably getting on a little bit. It's, but it's maybe early evening. Let's say. How um how far away is it to the uh to the Blood Red Rowan? Like how how long of a walk would it be? Oh well, I mean probably about six hours. That's not that's not too bad. Six hours well, not too bad. Although, do we should we well, like rest and go early morning? Uh, I think he means like six hours for him to walk. Oh, so like an hour for us. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should just go now then. <laughs> Sorry, Rito. <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. I'll, I'll... Follow me. <laughs> okay, let's follow Ruto. Ruto, you're, you're, you're going to have to sit on one of us. We're not following you for six hours. <laughs> so uh, you start heading, start heading south. Um, as you're heading uh, towards where the Blood Red Rowan is, um, you come in contact with the streams. Um, every now and again, you see the bankings of the streams. You see uh, animals um, using the stream for water, um, different types of birds, and uh, heading there for fish those types of things and then you head deeper and into the into the the witchwood sorry the green veil becomes a little bit more of what you remember the witchwood being in this area it becomes a little bit darker becomes a little bit more oppressive um, and that mist that once that you remember covering all the stone horror before you came into the green veil starts to appear again until it becomes very very 
thick. But Ruto seems pretty uh, confident that you're still in the Green Vale, um, and he keeps uh, keeps directing you at the edge of this impenetrable mist, standing alone in this clearing that you've come to stands a twisted yet very beautiful rowan tree and its leaves are the colour of scarlet with very bright red berries almost unusually bright considering the lack of sunlight and the mist that surrounds it even though the mist did feel oppressive before, it's quite serene in an eerie kind of way around here. And you have that kind of sweet scent, almost as if you can smell the berries even when approaching this tree. One thing that's a little bit unnerving as you approach is the berries, they almost look like drops of blood that are running down the branches. Well, this is it. Well, this is um, probably the most interesting tree I've ever come across. Yes, it's a very good tree. It is a good tree, right? It's a good tree. Definitely top ten trees (laughs) I ever see. You you have a top ten of trees? No. Oh, your jokes are getting better. This is my joke face. I I see that. I see that. I'm 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 liking like your joke face. So, we need to sacrifice something to this. And I uh, I did not know what to sacrifice. It seems odd, like a like a trick or something. Does it want the possession? Does it want words? Does it want something living? Who knows? Could we just try stuff? (laughs) We could just try stuff. Here. And she opens up her bag and has a look inside it. And she pulls out the acorn. You know, this is just, just being presented to me. I do not, not know its importance, although I feel it has deep importance. It seemed rather unique to be handed over. And though I wish to find out what the importance is, perhaps it could help us. But perhaps this is what I should use it for. Not gonna offend it or anything, are you? Offended? I don't know. Is that is an acorn not like a tree baby or something? Oh, shit, it is, isn't it? Well, oh no, a, I didn't think about that. It's a different breed of tree. It's not an oak, but like, like, would it be offended if I put? Oh, I don't know now. Yeah, I don't know. Oh no, now like, like now I don't know. Now I'm like, oh, I don't want to offend the tree. I'm sure okay. it'll be fine. Just throw throw acorn at it. I don't want to throw it at it. You don't throw acorns at things. This is why you don't have many friends. 
We'll see if it works, you know. I'm going to place it. I'm not going to throw it. I'm just going to place it and hopefully it won't be offended. Can yeah. trees be offended? Well, there's been some weird, weird things around here, Alice. Okay, okay, Varuk. Do you think I should put something different there, different than the acorn? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, just throw acorn at it. It should be fine. We won't miss an acorn. We had, we got on fine without acorn before. We'd be fine without acorn. But the Varuk thinks it's going to offend the tree. I don't want to offend the tree. Yeah, what if the tree eats us or something? The tree could eat What if that is actually blood? What if they tricked us? It's not blood, it's berries. It's, but they look like blood. Like, but you know. But they're berries. Well, if you think they're berries, you just go eat. No, don't eat one, don't, because you'll do it. Uh, okay, okay, look. Okay, I'll, I'll put something else down, okay? Um, uh, and starts rummaging through her back. I don't know. I don't know what to put down. I have, hmm. I do have this, actually. And she takes out um, a spell book or a book with them, um, spells and things yeah. there. You know, this could possibly be very useful to us. It has spells, I do not know. It um, has a lot of information. Maybe this is something the tree would like. The tree, I would like this because the tree has lots of like information and knows things. So if I give it something that's going to give it even more information and it's taken the information away from me, perhaps, yeah, this, this is good. The book, I'm putting the book down. Yeah, it seems to make sense to me. At least uh, a book's not made of paper and... Varug, you don't get to speak Paper. anymore, okay? <laughs> Just don't start your shit. <laughs> Everything's made of trees, okay? <laughs> Every Everything's made of trees. Everything's trees. Nothing I can do about that. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Nothing I can do. You know, I've got berries in my bag. I'm pretty much eating them. You know, everything's trees. I'm giving it the book. <laughs> okay. Because she puts the book down. So... You you put the um, you put the book down on the roots, and the red barked roots of this tree start to move, and they envelop the book. And you hear a voice, almost. Almost on the wind, as if the wind is speaking to you, even though there's no breeze pushing the mists that surround this area. Speak. <clears throat> uh, hello, tree. Do do you? I was sent to you by um, Inamora. We are looking for someone. We are looking for a gnome by the name of Fibble. He was carrying the heart of the field. Have you seen him? Do you know where he is? Touch. I think the tree wants me to touch it. Okay. Puts her hand on the tree. <laughs> As you put your hand on the red bark, your 
taken into almost like a dream vision and you see a gnome um, with a grey beard um, blotches of green paint on his face and he is running through the woods he looks very distressed he looks he keeps looking behind him <laughs> she's coming <laughs> he hides behind the stump of a tree he looks around the side of the tree you can't make out what he's looking at and then he startles again and then sprints off and then you're back Okay. Okay, I could um I, I saw him. I saw him. He was like running, like running through the woods from something, but I don't know don't know where. Um, did you what did you see landscape wise? Like a maybe you Did can, I see anything interesting yeah, you, like I just said trees. Yeah, you know. did, yeah. So you can describe like the landscape. I didn't okay. describe it to you because it, it it, it's a nondescript location to you, um, but once you... Uh, sorry, an unknown location to you, but once you describe what you see, uh, what you saw in the vision, uh, Ruto will be like... Oh, I... I, I, know, I know where that is. Of course you do, Ruto. Like, why am I even here? It's, it's not... Well, it's not too far from here. It's it's not... It's not this river. It's the, it's the West River. Okay, we should go there now then, because he was like running. I don't know how long ago that vision was from, or if it's like right now. Well, he must be pretty, pretty close to the the southwest because you, you said his boots are squelching. So let's go. He also said he, he mentioned like um she she's coming like he was running away from someone. She... We should we should be careful just in case. Yeah. Okay, um, th thank you, Blood Red Bowen. Nice to meet you. There's no answer. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's keep going. Wow, I've never had a tree whisper to me before. That was new. Great. Uh, should, should we be uh, running or... Yes, we should probably move with haste. Let's, yeah. let's, 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 let's move fast, okay? Yeah. Just, like, watch your feet, people. Don't trip up over any, you know, roots. Right. Talking to you, Ruto. Yeah, let's go. And as okay. uh, as the three as the three hunters and a mouse go off running into the woods uh, looking for um, Flibble, the, the gnome who's being chased somewhere, I think that's a good time we have a little break. Let's have a... Uh, I'm sorry, that's a great bad name. Three hunters and a mouse. Three hunters and a mouse, yeah. <laughs> That's the name, name of the episode, I think. Um, the Hunters and the Mouse. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, we are going to have a little uh, be right back and um, go grab some drinks and some snacks and we'll see you very shortly. See you all soon. And welcome back, friends. Before the break, Annalise and her teammates had... Uh, had a meeting with the Dryad of Dynansdale that then told them of the nature of the heart of the field, wanting to uh, help out Inamora, the Dryad, 
the team wish to uh, help track down Flibble, the gnome, the gnome that Inamora had actually sent to steal the Heartlefield from the party, but had not returned. She sent them to the Blood Red Rowan to get a vision of where exactly Flibble might be. Upon sacrificing a spellbook, the Rowan gave a brief vision of a gnome being pursued in a certain part of the wood by an unknown pursuer. And the party started running off. As you, the, the three, or the four of you, uh, I imagine. Four of us. <laughs> I imagine one of you is carrying Ruto, the mouse folk, uh, who is bravely, bravely, he's probably pulled his, his bow out, whatever. <laughs> um, oh, are we swi- do we switch halfway through that? On the stream? Oh. <laughs> it was right at the beginning of the stream. I think you're I think you left Zoom briefly. Did I? Yeah, you did like uh, right before we went to break, I did notice that you uh, left it. Oh my camera sometimes turns itself off and on. I think that's what happens. Yeah, no, we, we were right way around at this at the start and it's um because I did notice your name just came up uh before. It's all good. We're in the right place again. Right place again. As you're heading through the field, through the through the green veil, um, running as fast as you possibly can, one of you's probably holding Ruto um, up. The rapid, uh, rapid footsteps sound through the trees ahead, followed by a thump and a howl of pain. A frantic, high-pitched voice shrieks. Please, Valavarian, I-, I got turned around. I-, I-, I was, I was trying to come and f- find you. What do you want to do? Um, stop running for a second. Um, yeah, and we should turn to the others and be like. It sounds like he knows the person who is chasing him. I think we slow down a little bit, try to watch and see what's happening first before we go running in. We don't know the full story here. Let's try to listen in first. I think it's a good idea. Well, hang on, I'll I'll stay here. I'm not very quiet. I'll stay here with the mouse. Yeah, you're quite loud. Okay, he just, fr- he just frowns at you. <laughs> <laughs> Kalina, you and I, we, we, we go really quiet, okay? Let's do it. Okay. Do, do a stealth check. Okay. Uh, stealthy, stealthy, stealthy is a plus six. Okay. Uh, let's see. Ten plus six is sixteen for Annalise. Okay. Uh, do you want Kalina as well? Yeah, please. Is a plus six as well. Uh, she got a 16, so that's 24. Two, 22, 22. I can maths. That's 22. <laughs> okay, so you uh, you both sneak up and peek through the gap in the foliage, and you see the Grand Marshal of the Vale, Villavarian, uh, the green skinned Fae that appeared. Um, while you were talking uh, in 
Berryville um, when you had first appeared. And the Grand Marshal looms very menacingly over a very uh, scared-looking gnome um, that seems to be begging for his life. She holds that familiar, long, sharp-looking lance right at his face. Do you want to continue listening? Okay, now, I was already, like, suspicious of her. Like, she gave me, like, bad vibes when we were there. So, perhaps she is the insider in Berryville that knew about it. And maybe, maybe he's tried to run off with the gem for himself. Like, I don't... Maybe as you're as you're saying this, uh, Villaverian barks at the gnome on the floor. Give it to me. Yeah, okay. Here, here, here. And a shaking hand holds out the heart of the field. You recognize it straight away. Villaverian grabs it. Continue listening. Oh, I don't know who's the bad person here. It could be either one of them. Go on. Yeah, listen for a little bit longer. I need to know who's the bad one before I do anything. Um, As Bilivirin grasps um, the heart in her hand, you see a green aura coming from her eyes. Ah, shit. Finally. (laughs) Power. It's mine. I can finally bring Stime Horrod back to its former glory. P- p- please, Belavarin! Uh, and she no! thrusts the lance into Flibble the gnome. And he falls on the ground. As she starts, continues to evil guy monologue uh, over the body of the gnome. What would you like to do? <laughs> Okay, I think she's definitely the bad one. <laughs> I don't think we should listen any longer. So, what do we do? We want to kick ass or what do we do We now? kick ass, let's kick okay. ass. Okay, let's go, okay. Let's, let's go, come on, on let's on, go. Let's on, just get on, her now. On, on three? Okay, one... Wait, one, two, three, go, or one, two, no, three, like go on, on three. three. Go on, on three. three. Like, like I say three and then we run out. <laughs> sure, okay. <laughs> get, get, you can get... I'll let you get one. a... Uh, I'll let you and Kalina get a surprise round, okay? <laughs> Let's do that. Let's... Are we the ones going to be surprised at this point? I think <laughs> we'll run out at the same time, but it's so surprised that we managed to do that part right, and then we'll get hit. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay, what what are you what are you doing? I'll let you two go. Uh, I'll let you two go first. Let's do Kalina first because I've got her sheet up. So she is going to, like, with a surprise round, do you have, like, your full normal, like, turn? Or is it, like, just yeah. one attack? Full normal turn, okay. Well, so I, she... I, I allow that. Yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. Nice. So she's going to Movement, bonus. Movement, attack, yeah. Yeah, she's going to bonus action, dancing sword. Bonus action, dancing sword. Ooh. Um, Rule to 15, and the sword is just normal short sword, isn't it? Um... Is a plus six, so that is twenty-one. Twenty-one hits, yeah. Yep. Um, and it's a D six for short sword. Get all my dice out. 
at d6. Okay, five, um, eight on the short sword. Eight damage? Eight damage, yeah. Um, and then she's going to main attack. Um, again, I'm just using the short sword stats, but it's her yeah. big hammer yeah, thingy. Yeah, bludgeoning. We'll just do bludgeoning, yeah. Yeah, please. Um, rolled another 15. Um, and it's again, it's a six as well to attack. Um, so 20, 21 hits, yeah. 21, yeah, yeah. And then five, six, seven, another eight points of damage. That's her. Nice. So Kalina comes uh, running out of the the brush, uh, the dancing sword ahead of her, uh, slash and then whack um, Villaverin, uh eyes just fixed upon the stone, just doesn't see either attack come in as she gets pummeled by Kalina's attacks. Annalise, it's your turn. Um, Annalise is actually going to, she's going to action um, Vicious Mockery. Yeah. Um, so she's just going to kind of look over at her and be like, you know, wow, you know, your fighting stance kind of reminds me of an unfolded lawn chair. And um, she rolled natural one. Nice. <laughs> uh, let's get out some D4s. That's four, five, six points of psychic damage. Six points, that's good psychic damage. She's now up to two D4s. So six points. Um, And um, disadvantage on next attack. Um, And then bonus action. I'm going to try to do something here. I'm going to shout over to the um, to little feeble who's on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's alive or not or what's going on, but she's going to be like, I'm sorry we took so long. I really hope that you feel better soon. Sending you good vibes. Healing word. Healing word, please. yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure roll, roll some uh, healing. Healing word is 1d4 plus 5. So that's 3, 5, 8 points of healing. For him. Okay. That's the end of her turn. Right. Let's roll some initiative. Right. Okay. Um, in 12, 13, 14, 15 for Annalise. Yep. Um, 13. Cleaner, cleaner, cleaner. I can't get her sheet to open. Oh, no. Oh, I've got it now. It was already open. I was just scrolled down on it. Um, so that's 13, 14, 15, 16 for Kalina. What did Annalise get, sorry? Um, 15. So Kalina. Baruch got a 6, 7 for Baruch. And I don't have Rudo. I've got Ruta, don't worry. Oh. But I... Uh... Varuk and Ruta are a little bit out of it currently, so... Oh, right, yeah, of course. For for, uh, for the sake of ease, let's let's say they're a bit back. Um, so, in that case, yeah, Kal- Kalina gets to go now. Cool. Um, she's going to do pretty much identical attack again. She's going to start with her dancing sword as her bonus action. Um, oh, oh, the 12 plus... Six is 18. 18, nice rolling, yeah. Hits. Yeah, oh, nice. Um, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven points of damage. Wow. 
Wait, wait, no, no. Five. Uh, I need to print this off. <laughs> Five. Oh, sorry. Eight points of damage. I, I added a six to it. It's eight points of damage, eight. not 11. Okay. Um, And then main attack with her, her big heavy. Ooh, I rolled a three. <laughs> that, that misses. Okay. <laughs> That's the end of her turn. It's Annalise's turn now. So Kalina's currently in uh, combat range with Villavarian. Nice. Um, Annalise is going to... Um... Um, she's actually going to cast... Um... No, sorry. So... so um... Kalida is like right in combat range. Yes. Um, one action. Nope, that's not going to work. Trying to read all my spells at like record speed. Let's see. It's all right, just take your time. Ending, sleep, speak pass. So many spells, but I think. All oh, the choices. So many of them are going to hit Kalina. That's the issue. Um, do you know what? Screw it. Let's just fireball. Fireball. Fuck. Yeah, let's fireball. Yeah, yeah a, that's not that won't hit Kalina. Roll a spell attack. Yeah, that's not going to hit Kalina. No, so I mean you. That... You can like a lot of these area effects. You can, you can move the center of the spell so the edge just catches one of them. But then, yeah. but then you you might catch Flibble in most of them at this point. The swarming insects will catch all of them and yeah. freak Kalina. Out. <laughs> so let's not do that. <laughs> Um, ooh, rolled an 11 plus 3, um, so that's 14. 14 misses. Yeah, I thought so. Um, that's the end of her turn. Yes, end of her turn. Okay, so Villaverin uh, takes a load of hits. After taking, like, three hits from Kalina, she dodges the, the fourth one, coming to realizing what on earth's going on. Uh, she sees you, Annalise, like, fire out a spell, ducks um, from her arm. Uh, kind of the, Her kind of foliage style of skin turns into this large uh, shield made of bark. And she's going to start attacking Kalina with a shield. Oh, with a sh sorry, with a spear. Disadvantage for the first one. Disadvantage, well done. That's a 15 to hit Kalina. I'm just trying to find her sheet. Uh, yeah, that does hit her. Uh, with a total of... Uh, wait, hang on. What? A total of 24 damage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> she's 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 now going to do a second attack. Okay, great. Um, I will uh, cutting words for the second one. I think. Uh, that's a fourteen to hit. Uh, yeah. Can I cutting words the attack? Sure, you can cutting words the attack. Um. Uh. What I'm gonna do? Um, yeah, she's gonna like shout <laughs> over to her. 
Even I had to double take of the damage there. I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Good luck. Hey, you called out an attack? You know, I bet you couldn't even fight a fire elemental if you were underwater. <laughs> okay, roll your D8. It's a D8 now. Yeah. I'm glad you reminded me of this. I keep rolling D6s and mm. I meant to be rolling D8s. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter what I roll. I rolled a two because that'll still take it below 14. Okay, as as she, she uh, thrusts her lance out at... Kalina and oh actually hang on hang on hang on a second what yeah hang on a second uh she might have had to do that at disadvantage let me just double check this weapon let me just double check this weapon because I, I think because mm. the weapon is called a lance yeah. but I think it might be if it's using a lot she she has to be at 10 foot I think. Whereas she's in striking distance. She must be five feet. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Because the, the name of the weapon that she has is called a lance, but it might be a spear. Right. Okay. I see. Let's see. Ah, yeah. Okay. It says, it says Silver Lance. So, let's let's let me just look at the rules for Lance quickly. Yeah, no worries. You give that a look up because, yeah, I think that's true. Like some weapons, yeah, they're, they're kind of like distance. Yeah, one. it's not it's not spear. It's a lance. Mm. Uh, lance. Uh, Pretty bonus attack roll. Uh, you have disadvantage when you use the lance attack within five feet of you. Also, Lance cries two hands to wield uh, when you're not mounted. Okay, so th this one allows her to use a shield, um, but is a lat, but it's technically a lance. Uh, so, so, and we're within five feet. Yeah. So within five feet would be uh, disadvantage. So, what I'll say is, you've already used your cutting words. I'll give a disadvantage on the next one, which won't sure. be a, which won't be a lance strike. It's going to be a, uh, a shield bash. The net, how many attacks does she have? <laughs> At least three. You know that now. Oh my god! Okay, go for it. <laughs> so as she, as she as she misses with that, she's going to uh, with disadvantage. There's a fifteen hitter. Yes. Fifteen. Uh, she takes 10 bludgeoning damage, and I want her to make a strength saving throw. Okay. Strength. Strength. Wow, I can add a whole zero. <laughs> 12 add zero is 12. Uh, strength save is a 12. Mm -hmm. She is... Mm. Saving throw. Saving throw. Oh no, she's only got dex as a saving throw, so yeah, 12. Okay, as so as she gets uh, attacked with this lance and uh, Villaverian obviously realizing that she's too too close, uh, she takes her shield arm and <laughs> bashes Kalina completely to the floor. And now that Kalina's on the floor, she's going to run over to you, but that uh, that ends her turn. 
Okay. Great. Uh, it's it's now uh, it's now Flibble's turn. Uh, Fli- Flibble will. He was on death saves, by the way. That was a good thing you used healing word on him. Uh, Shit, she's got extra attack. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, you've you forgot the extra attack. We've gone a little bit far for that, unfortunately. But, but yeah, it's fine. I'm just yeah. like I have not read the sheet. Let's just yeah. read the sheet. <laughs> it's, it's a, I'm sorry, I missed that too. Um, uh, Fli- Flibble's just gonna get uh, use his movement to get up and just start just pissing off. Uh, basically, um, Baruch is going to come through the brush and brush the brush, and basically stand next to you and be like, "What the?" It's now Kalina's turn. She's prone, and I'm, I'm going to say she's like th- thirty feet away. Okay. So, half movement to stand up. Half movement to stand up. Okay. So she'll use his half her movement to stand up, first of all. Then. She's going to use her crossbow. Not her crossbow, her short bow. Short bow. Short bow. She's going to attack. Um, I rolled a 15. Um, her short bow is a plus six, so that means it is a 21. 21 definitely hits. Nice. Then damage is a D8. <clears throat> Sorry. Three plus three is six points of damage. Um, she is then going to extra attack and shoot again with the crossbow. Um, oh, I rolled a two. <laughs> two. Two misses. So that misses. Um, then what she's going to do, you said 30 feet. Yeah, we'll say 30 feet. Uh, Villa Varian stopped within Lance range of you, so she's like five foot away from you and Varuk, which is about 30 feet away from uh, Kalina. 30 feet's fine, because that means her sword can bonus action attack. Yeah. So, oh man. I rolled a six. Is that nine? Oh, it's a nine. Nine plus? 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 just misses. Damn, just that misses. misses as well then. Um, that is the... She's then going to move the remaining 15 feet away. Away, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's Smart. just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. And that'll be the end of her turn. Actually, can she move the 15 feet? Sorry, um, like towards where Annalise's direction, basically. So she's 15 feet closer to her. You could maybe go like diagonal in a circle because obviously between her and you is Villavarian. Right. So you'll okay. either. So if you want to move like as a crow flies directly towards you, that's moving closer to her. Right. Okay. So. You, you can do like how... a. A count far... like a clockwise circle around or something. Yeah, like how far away is Annalise from? Basically, I need Annalise to get to her next turn. So, how far away is Annalise from Kalina? Uh, let's see. Let's go thirty-five feet then. Th- th- Forty feet. Sorry, forty feet. Forty feet. Okay, yeah, yeah. she's gonna have to try. Yeah, I, I want to try and move as close as she can without getting too close to the bad guy. Yeah, she can do that. Okay, but she should have to move diagonal. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, so she'll like, yeah. move diagonal towards her so, yeah. and then end her turn there. Okay, sure. Um, so now Annalise's turn. Right, Annalise is then going to use her movement to head over to um, 
Kalina. And she'll just run over to her and just um, put her hand on her and just be like, you took a very hard hit there. Please stay still. Let me help you. And she's going to cast Cure Wounds at level three. Okay, nice. Roll, um, so. roll your healing, uh, healingness. So that's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen points of healing. So wait, what? Puts her up to still bloodied, guys. Still bloodied. <laughs> but that was something, at least. Okay, so Villaverian uh, sees you dart because you would have had to like dart around her. Um, yeah. But keeping distance, she literally only has to move a little bit to then start lancing you, Annalise. I'm sorry, sorry. Bonus action. Oh, um, so I'm sorry. That, okay. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. No, sorry. Yeah. So that was her action, was mm -hmm. to do that bonus action she is going to um she is going to do some more healing as well and she's going to healing word as a bonus action um because that was a really hard hit so she's going to healing word where is it there it is can i only cast that at first level can you cast the word at second level you can. There yeah, we go. You can. So that's one, two. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. Three, four, five, six, seven points of healing. So eight, nine, ten, twelve. Okay, cool. That's the end of her turn. <laughs> and that's her. Okay, so uh, Villaverin is going to. Uh, Spear you, uh, lance you, Annalise. Okay. With a first attack for a 10. That misses. She's going to give you another go. A 24 this time. Yeah. You take, yeah, that, you take 25 damage. 25 damage. Where the fuck is Farouk? Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Farouk's getting it as well. Farouk, uh, she turns around and does her last attack against Farouk. For ten, 22. Mm. Probably yes. I just can't find a sheet. Uh, yes. Yes. He takes 30 damage. Whoa, what? <laughs> like, 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 three zero, not one three. No, three zero. 30 damage. Three zero. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's... That's, that's the accumulated uh, damage you've done to her, by the way. Oh, I'm aware. Actually, the cumulative damage I've done to her is 36. 36? Mm -hmm. Is it? Oh, no, it is. Sorry. Yeah. No, I've got six here. Sorry. Don't forget that six. Yeah. No, you, you are actually <laughs> might need correct. It. You are actually correct. Uh, it's uh, Baruch's turn. Right. <laughs> okay. I've not read Baruch's sheet since he actually came back. <laughs> Hopefully he can do this. Oh, he can second win. That's good. Right. Baruch. Okay, 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 what's he gonna do? He's gonna second wind. First yeah. of all. Yeah, he's just come out the tree and just got stabbed with a lance. Yeah. 
It happens. <laughs> he just goes, ah! It happens. Oh, that wasn't very good. Five, oh, plus level, which is six. So six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yay! <laughs> Between the three of us, we almost make a full person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay, sorry. So now what he's gonna do? So he is now. I, where is he actually? I need a. Bit he's like he's right. like he's like ten foot away from her, on, on the far. opposite side of you. So wait, you all three came out on one side. Kalina ran up, went down. She went went over to where you all three were. You went around here around her to get to Kalina. Now you and Kalina are on one side. Valerian's in the middle, and uh, Varuk and Ruto are on the. Uh, other side. Rook, other side. Okay. So, um, Rook is then, so he's done that. He is then going to, um, so he gets, um, what's he got? He's got a bull. He's got a bull. He's going to attack with his bull. Oh, he's got a bow, yeah. Let's just use a bull. I will say, if you get, remember, with the reach thing, not, I'm not going to tell you how to play, but remember, if you get in her face, then it gives a disadvantage on the attacks because of the lance. That's why she's staying at a distance. Oh. Just, just That's just information that you should probably have. How far away is he from her? You she, already told me that. Sorry, you already told me yeah. that. Yeah. He's going to go up into her face. Yeah. And take out his sword and smack her. Yeah. Ooh, 15 plus 7 to hit, so that's 22. 22 hits, yeah. Uh, so 1d8 plus 3, so that is, ooh, 8, 9, 10, 11 points of damage. Um, then he's going to extra attack. Extra attack, because he's um, fightery. <laughs> I'm making sure I'm not missing anything on his sheet. Yeah, he could extra attack, um, so... Oh, wait, no, sorry. I'm I'm reading this like half at a time. Can he be doing his damage? Can he's got he's not holding a shield or anything, is he? Don't think he doesn't have a shield written anywhere. I think he does. Does he? How would I find that out? Does it say shield? What's his armor class? Sixteen. I mean, he doesn't have a shield. No. Um. Yeah. So he's doing that two-handed, not one-handed. Because yeah, you can choose to do it two-handed. Yeah. 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 He's gonna do it two-handed. So can that actually be that would so. Second attack, so two-handed. Yeah. Was a D10. Sorry, so, D10. Sorry. Um. Oh, that's not gonna hit though. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Sixteen just hits. Nice. Right. Going to D10. Where's D10? There's D10. Um. That's a nine. Um. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve points damage. Twelve. <clears throat> um and that Ooh, that was a nice that's a nice little that was a good chunk of damage. damage. Yeah, that was, was alright. It was a good chunk uh, of damage. That was a good chunk. Right, that's the end of uh his turn. Yep, that's him. Uh Ruto's gonna come out and be like, uh Villaverin! Uh <laughs> what are you doing? Don't make me shoot you! And he's just gonna hold his action <laughs> until uh, he's gonna hold his action until someone goes down because he does not want to shoot the Grand Marshal of the Green Vale. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so he's just like ah, holding what his. Did you 
<laughs> don't make me do this. And she's just like furiously stabbing you all. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Kalina's turn. Uh, oh, yeah, Kalina. Um, okay, so. Kalina oh, but by, by the way, Flibble just pissed off, so that's what he was doing. Bloody Fibble. <laughs> Who's called Fibble anyway? <laughs> Gnomes. <laughs> Right, so Kalina is going to, um, um, she is a distance. How far away is Kalina? From? The enemy. Uh, I think, let's say like 20 feet. Yes, right. She is going to run up and like flank with Baruch. Yeah, smart, yeah. Yeah, I, right. Yeah. So she's going to run up. <laughs> it happens, guys. And she's going to get her her, her her big sword, run up, and she is going to whack her from behind. Yeah. Is that an advantage? Yes. Okay. Whew. First roll was one. <laughs> Second roll was a nine. Aww. And six. So that's not going to hit. Um... But she's got extra attack. Uh, oh, 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 20, 20. Natural 20. 20. Nice one. Well done. Okay, okay. So she's now going to. Um, oh my gosh, which dice do I need? There's so many dice. Um, the, the short sword, 6, D6. So two, two D6s. Oh, one, two, three for two D6s. I got three points of damage. Oh no. Yeah, plus, plus, yeah, plus though, right? Yeah, plus three is six. So that's six points, please. And then bonus action, she's gonna use her sword. <laughs> um, is it advantage on the sword as well? Like no. the floaty sword? No, no I don't think it's so. Like a, well, she yeah. only rolled an eight, so that's not gonna okay. hit. And um, so, so that's it of her turn. But she is, she is doing the flanky flanks. She is. Annalise. Ah, uh, Annalise just so proud of her team right now. Yeah. So Annalise is going to look over and you know what? She is actually going to, she's going to try Firebolt again because she has some nice damage on Firebolt. She gets it and she's aiming straight for the, the bad guy. Make a ranged spell attack. A ranged spell attack. Okay. Ooh, ooh rolled a 13 plus three is 16. 16, 16 just hits. hits. Yeah. Ah, yes. Right. Yeah. That is two D10s. Oof. Oof. Eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Fourteen points of fire damage. Fourteen, that's nice. Um, um. And then, just looking at my friends, how are you all doing? Some of you are doing a little bit shit, to be honest. Oh, I've not used any first level spells. This healing word. Ah, it's first level. Ha! She's going to shine over to... Throw those heals out. Who is worse? Uh, Kalina's worse. Hey, Kalina. I hope you feel better soon. You're looking very good over there as always. And she's going to send over some healing words because why wouldn't that make you feel better? Yeah. So, oh, Gross. sorry, actually. Three, five, six, seven, eight points of healing for Kalina. Awesome. Give us some healing. 33. Is she up to full? No, she's not. She's almost. Okay, that's the end of her turn. That's fine. It's going to be rectified in a minute. Oh! 
Um, my insults ready. So taking the advantage of a lance away and surrounding her, she, uh, Villavarian kind of crouches down slightly, putting her uh, her arm that's basically a shield um, out and just starts uh, spinning with her shield. She's going to hit uh, Kalina with a shield as she's come up right behind her. 50. Um, yeah, I will um, cut in words. She rolled a 15. I will cut in words. <laughs> um, just going to shout over something. Wish I had better insults prepared for today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't think. She's going to be like, Hey, you. If you think that I'm funny, wait until you see my friend with her warhammer when she starts using her knock knock jokes. I, I kind of. I think I took psychic damage there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kind of mucked that one. <laughs> It's it's fine. Roll your D8. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Hammer, not no jokes. Do something with that. <laughs> There's something all there. All my words are there, okay? <laughs> Just do something with that. An insult is there somewhere. There's an insult. There's a five, so at least she misses on that one. <laughs> yeah, so that goes down to a ten. Cool, thanks. Oh, she's going to bash Varuk with her shield for a 19 to hit. Yeah, that's gonna hit him. He takes ten bludgeoning damage and he needs to make a strength saving throw. Oh, okay, okay, so ten. Uh, strength, keep rook, strength, strength. Oh, he's actually strong. That's nice. Yeah, he's strong. Um, actually, no, no. Is he super strong? But with his um. <laughs> added three he gets a 13 a 13 he gets knocked off his feet yeah. and onto his backside great great <laughs> and then she's gonna keep spinning and have a bash at Kalina again 13 to hit this time though miss miss, miss. As as she spins around, <laughs> I could just imagine her spinning Kalina goes oh, down and then Varuk's like oh, what? smack on the floor, and she comes around again. She's like, you must duck. See, like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be her turn. Nice. Who's next? <laughs> Up next is Baruch. Baruch. Baruch is going to, um, he's going to, like, um, stand up. He'll use half his movement to stand up. Brush himself down. <laughs> And he's just gonna be like acknowledging like what Kalina said, and he's just gonna run back in, straight back into her, trying to, to close up around her and take out his and use his, his sword and just whack her with a sword. Mm -hmm. So, ooh, ooh, that's a nineteen. Oh, oh, he has a thing for nineteens. Um, um, he crits at nineteens, doesn't he? I think he does. He 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 has a thing. Improved critical. The warrior's attack yeah. rolls nice. Oh, so he's, that's a critical, right? That's a crit. Yeah. That's a crit. Ah. So that's that's two d tens. Yeah. Ah, cool. That's one. Oh, but this one was an eight, so that's nine points. Um, plus at uh, three, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Um, and then extra attack. Ooh, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. That does hit, but she's going to use a reaction to parry and increase her AC to three. AC by three. 
fast. Fuck you. Um. <laughs> As, as 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 he gets a real a critical hit like straight through her defenses as she's spinning, uh, she stops dead and puts a shield up, and it grows in size. Nice, nice, but well played, well played. Um, You're lucky. I've been forgetting to do that since. <laughs> that is the end of his turn. Uh, Ruto is still there, going. Don't make me do it. <laughs> Just can hold his action again. <laughs> Kalina's up now. Okay, so Kalina is going to um, she's going to carry on what she's been doing. So she's going to use her sword and she's going to hit with her sword. Um, oh wait, this is an advantage, right? Yeah. Oh, forgot he could have been rolling advantage. Oh, did he not do an advantage? I'm sorry. No, I I forgot. Um, oh, her first rolls a three. Second rolls a three. <laughs> they, so we're going to assume the, the, the first miss, attack the miss, misses. First attack misses, yeah. Okay. Extra attack. It's 14. 15, 16. Oh, so that's 30, 20. Um, I'll, I'll roll it again just in that case hits. I get a 20. But no, it's a 17. So yeah. second attack. Um, that is... Oh, no. Wrong dice. Wrong dice. To... Um, where is she? Uh, okay, so three, four, five points of damage. And then her flying sword. Flying is sword. A 16, add, add six. So think of that hits. Yes. Uh, four, five, six, seven points of damage, please. Nine, ten, oh, two, um, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh. Damage is could she take? Right, so that a lot is, is the answer. A lot, a lot. I'm getting that, that it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's going to be the end of her turn. Okay. Uh, it's Annalise's turn up next. Annalise is going to try and do something that's not going to screw over her party. Can she do a perception check and look for bugs? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Sure. There is a point to this. <laughs> just like, you know, oh, I should take a bug watch. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. <laughs> this seems like the right time to get, do that. Get my little journal out. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, would that be a perception or? Yeah, do a perception check. Or nature, or yeah, cool perception. It's a plus six. I rolled a three, so that's a nine. Can I see any bugs? Uh, not any that you'd be able to turn into stuff with that. Damn it. Wait, it was a nine. It's a three, three plus. Plus Wait, six. what did you... Oh, plus but nine. Yeah. Nine. Mm. And there's a few flies knocking about. I don't think I could do it with a fly. Because uh, <laughs> you want to specifically look for like a wasp or a centipede well, or a spider. Well, like rules is written. It says that it's, it's up to the DM basically, but there are a lot of examples in there because there's already stats for them out there. So it's like, you know, if you don't find a wasp, you could always use a bee sort of thing, but. Yeah. I mean, you, there's mosquitoes. You could just do it on like mosquitoes. Giant mosquito. Screw yeah. it. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. make a giant mosquito. Yeah, sure. How, how many giant bees are you allowed or wasps? Um, Let me just find the spell where is it um 
giant insect here is um five wasps <laughs> okay so you point you point it at uh a, a load of uh mosquitoes <laughs> and they start growing and there's now five giant mosquitoes <laughs> <laughs> still doing the same kind of thing. They haven't realized that they're giant now. They're just kind of <laughs> still in their little so, swarm. As she does that, um, they will obey verbal commands and they, in combat, they go on my turn. Um, the the, G, the GM has the stats for these creatures. Of course. I love it when spells so, say that. I know, I know. Your, your GM has this. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, so uh, you can use the um, giant wasp stat block, I believe, for the flying ones. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so she is just her command. She's just going to be like, you know, attack her. <laughs> attack her. <laughs> not, not like, not, not her, particularly not her, but her, like, like the green one. Attack the green one. Yeah, they fly off. You don't know whether they understand you or not. But it looks like they do because they start. I really hope they don't attack a they, they they start trying to, um, yeah, basically feast upon Villavarian. So we want five attacks. Yeah. First is feast. eight. First attack misses. Second attack crits. Crits, did you say? Second attack crits. Nice. For a total of 22, uh, 24 damage. Take that! <laughs> Third one. Hits. Okay. How would you want your mosquitoes <laughs> to do this? <laughs> what the actual hell? <laughs> By the way, yeah, giant wasp stat block. Pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. So the mosquito is just going to be like, you know, we just do mosquito things and everything, having like a normal mosquito day. And then, like, as he goes all big, and as he's, like, instructed to go and, like, eat her, I don't know what mosquitoes are going to do. Yeah, probably just, just try and suck up blood, yeah. Yeah, he just basically, like, flies over. Quite, this is an older mosquito. He's kind of seen a lot of stuff. You know, he knows where to attack. And he's just like, doo-doo-doo, I'll just, I'll just perch down here. And gets right on her back, so she's, she can't actually get him off, even though he's giant. And he'll just start, <laughs> you know, sucking her blood. <laughs> Because that's the trend in Land of Vampires, so that's what he's going to do. Yeah, so vampirically, uh, as Kalina and Varuk are in heated combat with this ultimate fey warrior, a swarm of giant mosquitoes uh, just surrounds her and takes her out as she goes to the ground, going, ah, swatting, and uh, yeah, she falls unconscious, and that is the end of combat. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, mosquitoes, you can like go away now. You can go back to doing like mosquito things. Um, thank you. She'll drop it. <laughs> so as you drop the spell, the mosquitoes just turn back. They're probably still on her, but <laughs> just, just, just tiny mosquitoes now. Okay, so what do we do now? I mean, like, is she still alive? Should we keep it alive? Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, I mean, you can go do a medicine check if you want. I'll do a quick check. Let's see if she's still alive. If she's still alive, Veruk will carry her back. If she's not alive, we just leave her here. Let's go check. 
And she'll go and do a medicine check. It's a plus four. Rolled a 10, so 14. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, she's gone. She, she's gone. Okay, I'm just going to um take the gem. And she reaches in and is about to take it. And then she goes, oh, wait a minute. I'm just going to like be a little bit careful with this one just in case. And she'll take out, she'll rip like some fabric off of her skirt and then wrap it in it and then put it in her bag with Mimic. Is that uh, anti-evil skirt you have or? No, it's just like, you know, I don't have any soap or hand sanitizer with me. And, you know, like, I do not know where her hands have been. It's just, yeah. it's just, it's just good hygiene. Exactly. Generally known for stopping evil, corrupting stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so yeah, that might help or it might not. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not very evil. I don't know what it would be like if I wanted to go like super duper evil or anything. Yeah. Uh, can you do me an insight check? Okay. <laughs> I rolled in that one. And that one. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, because clearly you need me to get the insight for something. No, no. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the only thing you do notice is that um, the evil green glow has obviously disappeared from Villavarian's uh, face when you took the stone from her. Oh. Do She'll turn around and look at Kalina and Baruch and be like, do I have a greeny glow complexion going on or do I do I do I look like myself? Uh no, you you look uh like yourself. Good. Okay, that's good. So I'm not like you know looking evil. That's fine. Okay. So I guess do we just like you know start heading back? I mean, like people ran off, so maybe he's like running back. Uh, we might want to tell. Um, excuse me, sorry, over here. Yeah, we. Oh, hello. We we might want to tell. Uh, Trista. I really what? don't want to tell Trista. <laughs> <laughs> I like like well tell her that I just killed like someone who's obviously very important to them. Um. Yeah, it might be a little bit awkward. It's going to be a... But, uh, you know, me and uh, Flibble did see what happened, so... Well then... Yes, okay, okay, we, we take her, we take her there. We should, we should do that. Let's, um... Let's get her up. Uh, Baruch, you are, you are the strongest. Uh... <laughs> I mean, she's really sure. little. Yeah, she hit really hard though. I know. See, are you okay? You're, you're like, I mean, you two look bad, but I mean, I just realized I look really bad. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably should better take a potion or something. I think I'm going to take like, like something. Like, do I even have a potion? I feel like that's something I should have. Pretty sure you must have hundreds of potions, don't you? Do I? <laughs> You got a lot of potions at the start of the campaign. I don't know how many you've, you've used. Um, one, two. Oh, look! I just found six potions. Yeah, you should have a ton. Yeah. <laughs> wow! I totally forgot I had these. You know, these would have been much better than all my spell slots. Okay. <laughs> Brooke and Kalina just look at you <laughs> like. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Okay, I got to take a potion because I, I feel like a little like you know lightheaded and woozy, so I got to take a potion. And she'll take um a potion of healing. What what is that again? Two D four plus four. Yes, plus two. Two D four plus two. Two D four plus two. I knew it was a weird one. Three, uh, oh four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I am so injured. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I look bad. Yeah, she was cool. like Grand Marshal for nothing. <clears throat> okay, so we now should like take her back and hopefully they don't get super angry. I just, I just worry. But I mean, well, Ruto, they, they, they know you and like you and respect you. You've been around here for a very long time, no? Yes, I'm very respectable. So do you agree that what we did here we had to do or do you think we should have done something different? Uh, no, I think she was c corrupted. Okay, okay, that's good then. That's that good, thing. okay. Right, let's make the journey back. We should go... Back to Barryville okay. with the corpse. So, Yay. <laughs> uh, you make your way um, back to Berryville. Trista eventually, um, once you have obviously uh, told the citizens and they get in contact with Trista, Trista will uh, come back. I assume you explained the situation. Um, everything that happened or do you want to keep anything no i think she's just gonna say everything she will not describe brutally like what well, she's not gonna be like oh and then we like had got some mosquitoes and we did this she's not gonna describe how it was done but she will just say that she was corrupt and they had to be in combat after and she will tell them like what she did to like fibble and stuff yeah you might have expected some some anger from trista but she kind of takes it obviously a very heavy heart but she seems to take the news yeah she she seems sad but not angry at you yeah okay there's always a risk with an artifact like the heart of the field again though we are very sorry that this had to happen Hopefully there will not be many more casualties before we are able to do something good here. Well, you seem to have shown resistance to its evil. Now you might understand why even those of us who want to see the land of Steinhorror return to its old ways do not go looking for these artifacts and do not wish to take them from you. Well, if I do have a resistance towards these artifacts, then I think it is right that I try to find the rest. Perhaps, perhaps we can save a lot of people. But now, we've had a very long day with a lot of traveling and fighting. I know that we carry this cursed artifact, but it shall remain on my person. Are we able to rest here tonight before heading back? Of course. I, I will start preparations for 
Billy Andrews, uh, Billy Astra's funeral. Close. If it's any consolation, she did not seem like herself. I feel like it was taken over her. Even in the Green Veil, this land does horrific things. Yes. To the best of folk. Anyway, rest up here. You may be better off speaking to Inamora. If you wish to help using the heart of the field. Yes, we shall. In the morning we head back, we speak to Namora and we continue. The more people on the side of goods that know about this quest, I guess, then the better. Need you all to know that we're trying to help. Yes, well... I should retire. And... Of course. Annalise. Thank you. Of course, she's there. And she walks away. I think we'll leave the session there today. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining hey. us. Um, that was fun. I had fun. <laughs> uh, make sure you join us. We've got a new um, summer schedule uh, out. We are going to be continuing this campaign on Sundays from now on at 3 p.m. GMT plus one. Uh, so make sure you... Uh, join us next week to continue this story to see what happens uh, now we know a bit more about the four fanes and the why Stein Horror is in this way you can see how Annalise and her companions um, figure all this out it's really interesting <laughs> uh, if you're not already come follow us on all our socials uh, keep up with us we um, we stream on usually Thursdays doing just chatting uh, I usually stream video games on Friday. You can come hang out in the Discord um, to chat between streams. We also have a podcast if you want to go and listen to us talk about D&D, cosplay, live-action roleplay, and all those sorts of things. Do we have anything else to say to our wonderful people? <laughs> no, I think that's everything. Um, just, again, make sure you're in our Discord if you're not already. And I've cleaned up our About section here. So if you want to go check out our About section, yes, it looks do. all nice and pretty. Yeah, so it's job. all ready for you. <laughs> Fantastic. Right. Okay. See you all later, you lovely people. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. See you later.